actually remember back in high school when you were trying to figure out what you wanted to do with your life. I found it incredibly daunting. I would not be in the position I'm in today had it not been for a guidance counselor that said, hey, have you ever considered radio and television arts? Uh, What? You can do that? Yeah. And you can go to school for that. I went to Ryerson for radio and television arts. And well, here I am. Um, And this was all because of a teacher introducing me to the idea that this was an opportunity for me, an option. Uh, The province has a massive labor shortage in the trades. So they are now coming after your kids. This week, they announced that they are hiring additional skilled trades recruiters for the Ontario Youth Apprenticeship Program to teach young people about skilled trades in more than 800 high schools across the province. Here's the Minister of Education. We're making things more affordable for students pursuing pathways in the skilled trades with a skilled trades bursary program starting this year. We're providing guidance teacher counselors with more professional learning related to the skilled trades. We're working with the Minister of Labour to develop online modules focused on the skills and job readiness needed for a career in the skilled trades. And we're also facilitating donations to needed materials and supplies from industries and community partners to support the delivery of skilled trades programming within our schools. This is an additional $90 million investment in the trade sector. The government also announced its intention, as you heard, to commit to uh, a number of different ways to get your kids interested in the trades. Karen Rankanama, I apologize. Karen Rankama is uh, Ontario Vice President of the Progressive Contractors Association of Canada. Karen, sometimes I try and phonetically write out a person's name for... uh, for myself, so I don't butcher it. And this time, didn't work so well. I apologize. It never does. It's Dutch, but uh, good <laughs> Listen, try. Listen, I have Katrera that's been dogging me all my life, so I feel <laughs> your pain. But can you pronounce your last name so that we all know it? Uh, Renkema. Renkema. Karen Renkema, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, Kelly. So, Karen, can you talk about the acute shortage in the trades? Sure. I mean, it's a, it, it, it is actually acute as of today. It's been acute for the past six months. Um, it, it's really interesting to look at the numbers. I think it's kind of just a perfect storm of a number of things currently. Uh, one, um, the investment that uh, all governments are putting in infrastructure. Um, uh, it's been seen, obviously, as a, a pathway to uh, getting us out of this pandemic, as well as uh, our infrastructure needs to be renewed and we need to figure out how to move people across cities and across uh, across the province. So, I mean, for that reason, um, there are a lot of projects going on across Ontario. Uh, secondly, um, we're no different than many of the other industries right now that are just struggling to fill jobs for a number of different reasons. And um uh, our contractors are just uh, uh, having a really, really tough time um, trying to find individuals um, uh, to fill those jobs right now. So, so the the shortage is very acute in the industry right now, but it will continue to be so. Like over the next uh, over the next uh, few years, we need as many as a hundred thousand construction workers in the province <clears throat> in order to uh, counter the retirements that are happening in the sector. Uh, and uh, the additional investments that are happening in the sector. Yeah, I read a, a third of, of tradespeople are nearing retirement. So your projected yeah. shortfall is around 100,000 as far as uh, construction workers are concerned over the uh, decade, which is just unbelievable. I mean, you think about we're trying to build back better. If we don't have the people to build, it's not going to happen better or not. Uh, what's the challenge of attracting people to the trades? 
Yeah, I think there's numerous challenges. I think, you know, the the one thing you talk a little bit about the guidance counselors in the schools, I think the the first um, problem for many young people, we'll speak about young people first, is that um, they know what a trade is. They they can kind of understand. They, They see things kind of operating around the city. People are building things. But there's just no uh, concrete pathway for them to enter into the trades. It's very confusing. I mean, if you're in university, or sorry, if you're in high school and you're looking to go to university, it's, I won't say it's simple, but, you know, you, you pick your three or four programs, you apply to them, there's a pathway, there's a portal, uh, you get your answer back, and bang, you're in the next year. It's a it's pretty easy um, linear path. Uh, for the skilled trades, unfortunately, there's a, many players <laughs> Yeah. In the whole pathway of learning how to be a skilled tradesperson, including employers, including um, the government registering you as an apprentice, including understanding where your schooling might be. There's a number of different ways to, to access that schooling, but first you need a sponsor. And because that pathway, I think, is quite daunting, it's quite daunting to me, who's worked in the industry for over 12 years, understanding that pathway. Um, imagine, you know, a, a 17-year-old trying to navigate that pathway to get into the trades. I think that is probably the first reason mm-hmm. um, that, you know, there's just a lot of confusion. I think, secondly, you know, we've been very, very university, college-focused as a society, parents, um, even children, and even the education system. You know, this is your pathway. You have college, you have university. Um, that's where you go after. And it's the, the third pathway of getting into the skilled trades it isn't really brought up to young people um, throughout high school as a really decent opportunity, an opportunity that you have for life, an opportunity where like immediately when you're done, you got a job, you got a job mm-hmm. almost immediately as an apprentice and uh, one that you actually earn a really decent living at as well. But it just, um, we've gotten, we've gotten so focused as a society at, you know, the college and university aspect, and we're just not focused on, <laughs> look at these opportunities here um, and really fantastic opportunities. One that, you know, you leave a construction site after the end of the day or after a year and you say, you know what, I built that. Like you can actually feel and touch and see what you've done with your hands. Um, it, it's a pretty incredible opportunity. So, uh, you know, there's a number of things at play. Uh, and um, I think, you know, this is a really good step on trying to start getting people interested into the trades again. It's not going to solve our acute shortage today, but it, but obviously it's going to work for the next, you know, 10 years. Hopefully we see the benefits and the fruits of our labor. I've never understood how uh, there was, you know, no importance put on these incredibly important jobs. I mean, you think about um, someone that is a, a, a white collar uh, worker and, uh, the the necessity that they have for a uh, blue collar tradespeople to to get the job done to allow them to actually perform whatever work they're doing it is it's vital it's building blocks in in so many different ways it's incredible that there's been a bit of a, a stigma there's this stigma and I and you know I, I we could probably go back in history and start probably putting the ticks in the boxes on how we kind of got away from appreciating 
um, the importance of the trades, but I mean, the, the lack of uh, any type of shop classes in the schools, for mm-hmm. example, the lack of um, the expertise in the schools to actually talk about it and to, to illustrate how important it is. And it's not, uh, I, I think a lot of people see it as, okay, you get in the trade and you're going to be a trade for the rest of your life. I mean, there's an incredible opportunity to build upon that, to become a business owner, to create your own business after you learn your skill, um, you, you know, going into more professional jobs as a project manager or a supervisor or whatever it may be. It's not a, you get the trade and you're done. Um, there's t- tremendous growth potential and the industry needs all of those. The industry needs more business owners. The in- industry needs more project managers. I mean, so it's, um, I think that's probably, you know, just, I think that expertise when the children are young, talking to both the children and to the parents and illustrating the opportunities, I think is what we've lost. Yeah, I, I have to wonder if the government is, I understand they're investing in this, and I think it's a great idea to uh, expose kids to c- potential career paths for them. I just hope they're going to meet them where they are and be able to excite them. I think that's the challenge, isn't it? It is, and I and, and kudos to um, both Minister McNaught and Minister Lecce, because they... Um, they are releasing um, a bit of a, a more of a promotional type advertising campaign. We did have one about a year and a half ago. They're refocusing it again. And um, they are trying to meet them where they are on TikTok, on social, on all those um, uh, forums where you might be able to grab interest. Um, and so I, 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 I hope, I, I agree with you, I hope that we get there. But I do think, like you just mentioned, the individuals in the school, the teachers that you respect, the guidance counselors that you respect, providing you, you know, daily type of um, encouragement and information is really big. Um, that's how I got where I was as well. So um, I'm, I'm, hope, I'm hopeful that <clears throat> adding these bodies in schools, those that are experts in the field, will really go a long way in kind of meeting these kids where they need to be met. Karen, I want to thank you for your time. Karen Renkema, I will not forget how to pronounce your name from now on in. <laughs> I, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. Let's keep our fingers crossed that we get some uh, people excited about the trades and we end up filling those uh, vital jobs in, in the trade sector. Yeah, thanks so much for your time, Kelly. Appreciate it. Have a great day.